Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 18 of Chasing Banners, your favorite Celtics podcast. I am your host, Dante Toro. You can follow me on Twitter at Dante on Deck. You can find all sorts of NBA and Celtics content and basically everything you need or want to know about me. And as always, I am joined by my amazing co-host, Ryan. I can, I can see your face right now. It seems yeah. like you're not in the, uh, the best of moods. Why don't you tell these people what's going on? Well, I usually come on the show and, you know, everyone knows how happy I usually am, but I am absolutely pissed off right now. And I'm just laughing as a defense mechanism to refresh myself <laughs> for throwing stuff mm-hmm. around my room. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. God. This, this, and, and considering, all right. So it's, um, it's currently Friday. So the game Friday, 218 in the afternoon. Yep. And it happened Thursday last night. Oh, we have a lot to talk about this team. And I don't think, you know, what occurred last night, which we'll get into, is really bad for them. I think there's a little bit of good that can be, that can be pulled from it. But jeepers, do we, are we in a situation? Yeah, the Celtics put themselves in a hole. And me and, me and Ryan were kind of talking about things before we uh, pressed the record button. And I, I said to him, I was like, let's just record and let's just start talking about this instead of just wasting our thoughts on uh on minutes where we're not even picking up on any of the audio i am always i have always 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 been an optimistic celtics fan i've always been the type to support my team no matter what happens good or bad i try to you know try to give the team players benefit of the doubt but right now i can't do that I'm optimistic. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say I think the series is over, the Celtics are losing. I, I would never say that. But the Celtics are playing like a bunch of losers right now. The Celtics are playing like a bunch of guys that think they are better than the team that they are going up against, and they are getting their ass kicked. We said before on this podcast, Miami is a team that they are going to make you earn every single win. And if you do not show up on your A game, they will, they will, they will show you up. They will expose you, and they will make it so you have to legitimately fight till the very end to get that win. Uh, we recorded episode seventeen before the series started. As of right now, Friday, September eighteenth, the Celtics are down two zero in the series. The Celtics blew a seventeen fourteen uh, point fourth quarter lead in game one. And blew a 17-point lead in game two. They were up like five points with a few minutes left, too. And last five game. points with a minute left in, in yeah. game one. And uh, Jimmy Butler also had three steals in the last four or five minutes in game two. The Celtics in game two, I'll let you get into your thoughts in, in a second, Ryan. But yeah, no, that's game, game one, you blow a fourth quarter lead. A big I, one. A big one. Not, you're not blowing like a few points. 14 points in the fourth quarter is a gigantic lead to double give digits. up. That's double Galen digits. Brown wasn't touching the ball at the end of the like throughout the fourth quarter. Tatum and Kemba basically ran ran the offense playing iso ball, just taking bad, stupid shots the entire way through. I mean, Kemba Walker, <laughs> Kemba Walker uh, finished with 19 points on six for 19 shooting shot one for nine from three. The guy just, he had 19, but like it wasn't a good 19. He had six free throws. He didn't perform the way that we want. We, we need Kemba to 
like I said, Tatum shot 10 for 24. He took some bad shots towards the end. Bam Adebayo had one of the greatest playoff dunk, uh, blocks of all time. Ugh. People want to say stuff about Tatum taking a bad shot, this and that. I don't, I, I don't like to hear that because it really was a great attempt. Uh, Bam Adebayo just made a better defensive play, and that was that. Um, Not much you can do. There's, there really, no, there really wasn't much you can do. I mean, Bam Adebayo, Bam Adebayo one of the best defensive centers in the league, should have won most improved player in my opinion. Um, just a phenomenal athlete, and he made the right play. He made a fantastic play on uh, Jason Tatum. And then they go into game two, and it was kind of back and forth. Um, the Celtics had a lead later on, like I pointed out. It was back and forth. The Celtics took a, I believe it was a 13-point lead going into the second half. And then they get outscored by 20 points in the third quarter because that is just what the Celtics do. They love third quarter. They love uh, third quarter. They were looking so good. So good. They were up by 17 in the second quarter, and then they just blew it. They came out, and they looked like garbage. That last night, game two, that was the perfect example of watching a team give up. They gave up last night, and they just they didn't Atrocious. want to win. Atrocious. They did not want to win. Jimmy Butler and the Heat wanted it so much more, uh, and, they, and they took it from Boston. So now they're up 2-0. Um, I'm, I'm done with my tangent. I don't want to keep going on because I want you to get your thoughts in, Ryan. So go, go right ahead, my man. Hey, take your time. Take it. Take a few deep breaths. I don't. Take your time. I don't understand this team. You know, like I look back for like a couple of years ago, and like we used to go into the second half being down, like when Isaiah Thomas is on the team, and I was like, "All right, we're a second half team. It doesn't matter. We're down like a thousand. <laughs> we're gonna come back. It's fine." With this team, we go into the second half, and I am the least confident. And that they will do something great. It's the complete opposite now. If we have if we have a double digit lead, I am so confident that we will blow that lead. It's it's like you you had a seventeen point lead and you had a fourteen point lead going into the fourth quarter in game one. I cannot stress enough how right I have been about the Miami Heat and how scary they are. And everyone wants to like joke around, oh Andre Aguadala can't move. Oh, they have Jay Crowder, like, oh, they only got Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's kicking our ass right now in clutch situations. Mm-hmm. Kemba Walker, I tweeted out the other night, I don't care if he goes 0 for 1,000 throughout the first 46 minutes as long as he shows up in the clutch. No, I completely take that back. <laughs> you have to – now Now, now I he has to show up for 48 minutes. You have, you have to show up for the whole 48 minutes, not just the last two minutes, bud. I don't need cardiac Kemba. I need, I need longevity Kemba. Um, I just don't get it. Not using Jalen Brown at the end of game one was atrocious. Baffling. Baffling. I've, I've never been so pissed off. So pissed off. The only time he got Kemba, the ball is when he Kemba, got an offensive rebound and he put it Kemba, back in. Kemba wasn't doing anything. Jason Tatum, I don't even know. Jalen Brown is there for a reason. He's there for a reason. He can play basketball. He's pretty good at shooting the ball. He's not bad. You know, use him. He's a complimentary player. He's actually been the most consistent player this whole season. I don't care what anyone else mm-hmm. says. I don't even want to get into what have I been? Oh my God. Let me get into this. How long have I been saying, Dante? I cannot rely on Gordon Hayward's health anymore for this specific reason because yeah. we are missing him so much. 
So we much. Are, if we had Gordon so Hayward, these scoring woes, these comebacks and stuff wouldn't be a thing. because He, they, do, he just doesn't want to play with the Celtics in the ECF, I swear. Like, it's just <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to – I'll play for this part of the season, but not that. That's you guys. I mean, since, like, since, since you brought him up, Gordon Hayward is – probable he's most likely going to play for game three so at least we'll have that better, to look forward to better play it's just you know that's what i was saying though like you can't rely on his health anymore no, just, i know i know it's just it's just honestly pissing me off like yes he's a good player but when he's not there like when we need him most he is not there yeah so it's like that's what i've been saying for the longest time now it's just like i can't rely on his health anymore the celtics but didn't just, need him against philly they obviously didn't need him against toronto I, could have used him but we didn't and now is the time where it is showing that we need going hey it's just it's just like you're going into these games with big leads what is going on what what is so different it, and there was a play the other night i keep going all over the place but no, it's a, good example, a good example for what happened last night, which we'll get into, is like Marcus Smart. Uh, it was Dan Greenberg um, from Barstool um, that released the picture. And it's Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and someone else all in a fast break. Jalen Brown and the other guy are right under the rim. No one on them wide open. And Marcus Smart takes a pull-up three. So – and there's an issue right there. I can yep. see it coming. It's like, Marcus, why are you taking these dumb shots? Like, like, what's going on? What's going on with Jason Tatum turning over the ball in late game situation and, and everything? Like, what's going on with this whole team? Tatum Last had night, five turnovers in game two. Yeah, it's like, wh- what's happening? Why is everyone falling apart all of a sudden? What, what's going on? What happened to the team we just beat against Toronto? Yes, it took a little bit longer than we, we wanted to, but what's going on? The like, Celtics, find, like, calm down. Find yourself. I like, think someone the, needs to wake up. I think the Celtics are like most people sleeping on the heat. I think they see the heat and they thought, okay. I mean, I said, listen, Toronto is going to be their biggest matchup. That was going to be their biggest test. And if they can make it by Toronto, they can make it by anyone. The Celtics in their head are thinking, okay, we beat the defending champs. Now we got to go up against the fifth seed. Easy. We'll make it to the finals. I think that's what their mindset is right now. And that is the worst mindset to have because, yes, on paper – on the the way that they play, are they better than the Heat? Yes. Celtics are a better team than Miami, but right now they're not Miami. The reason why Miami is playing so well in this series and in the playoffs as a whole because everyone slept on them. I've said before, I wrote out, I wrote an article, I had the Nuggets and the Heat were my two sleeper teams, and they're both in the conference finals respectively. Miami was so slept on. No one thought that they would – no one even thought that they would make it past the second round. They they had to go up against TJ Warren, Indiana Pacers. Everyone was all over TJ Warren during the bubble game. So I was like, oh, it's going to be a close series. I can go seven games. Heat swept them. Uh, second round, going up against Milwaukee. Defending champs, oh, no, Milwaukee will sweep them. It'll be a gentleman sweep, blah, blah, blah. No, the Miami Heat gentlemen swept the Bucks. They won 4-1. And now you got the Boston Celtics, a young up-and-coming team. Well, I say up-and-coming, but, I mean, they're really here. But they're a very young team, very experienced, been in this situation before in the Eastern Conference Finals multiple times, and they're going up against a team that really doesn't have as much experience. You know, they might not have as much scoring, uh, as many options as the Celtics. But you know what? The Miami Heat don't care about that. They don't care about 
who they're going up against, if they have, if the other team has more options, if they have better scores, whatever it is. Miami doesn't care. They're there to – they came to Orlando to go in, win a championship, and get out. They've had the same mentality since the very beginning. It has not changed. Jimmy Butler is on a mission right now. Jimmy Butler is a man that cannot be stopped. Last night, he only had 14 points last night, but yet the Heat still won. When you have a team's best player scoring 14 points, I understand Jimmy Butler isn't like a guy that you would rely on to drop like 30 points a game. Like I understand that's not his role. Can he do it? Yes, absolutely. And um, game one, he had 20. Um, Both games, he hasn't been the highest scorer for the Heat. Um, And the Celtics just haven't been able to take advantage of it. Like he does everything so well for that team and he's leading the way. I mean, I don't know if you saw this, Ryan. I think it was on Monday. I think his birthday was on Monday. Oh, this past week, it was Jimmy Butler's birthday. And for his birthday, so he hates birthdays. He doesn't like his birthday. So he literally, like, went – his personal chef made, like, this entire meal for, like, his entire teammates, like, shared food, all this and that. And, like, he was like, all right, guys, like, this is for you. Like, let's go win a ring. And then last night after the game, they interviewed Jimmy Butler, and he was talking about how much he loves Miami and how much he wants to bring a championship to Miami. That man is laser focused right now. And if the Celtics need to understand that he is not going to be stopped unless they take their heads out of their asses and they actually start playing Celtics basketball because they have not been playing Celtics basketball the last two games and they cannot beat Miami if they keep playing as selfishly as they are. Um, it's 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 upsetting it really is upsetting because this team is better than Miami like they are and they should be a lock to make the finals at this point but the Celtics are letting it they're letting it go they're they're, they're blowing it and there's nothing to do but to blame themselves at this point I mean people can you can blame Brad Stevens for his coaching decisions doing certain things all right but you can't you can't blame the coach when the team finishes the game with 20 turnovers compared to nine, you can't turn the ball over 20 times and expect you to win the game. Miami had 11 steals last night. The Celtics had five. Miami had nine turnovers. Celtics had 20. Heat had 11 offensive rebounds. The Celtics had six. Miami just wants it more. That's what it seems like. They're hustling. They're, they're doing whatever they have to do to get the win, and they, they're up 2-0. So, and I, I say one more thing I wanted to say. Uh, Kendrick Perkins – he was on the jump or get up, I mean, on ESPN. And he was talking with the Celtics and he says that they're playing very selfishly offensively. And he, he quoted it, his tweet and he goes, the Celtics are showing up to the arena in their Versace robes and slippers while them goons are showing up wearing their Normax and steel toe boots. Miami's showing up uh, with a purpose to get the win and my, and Boston's showing up uh, thinking that they already got the win. They already got the series in the bag and that's the difference right there. And I, yeah. Kendrick Perkins basically summed it up. So um, like, I don't know, man, it, uh, the series is not over. It's not two Oh does not mean a series is over. I mean, the last time the Celtics were in the Eastern conference finals, they played the Cavs. They went up two Oh and the Cavs ended up winning in seven. The Nuggets have been down 3-1 twice this postseason and have come back twice. So if we have learned anything, it's that a series is never over until it is truly over. But, Ryan, what are your thoughts right now? Like, what, like where are you at right now heading into Game 3 tomorrow? Like, wh- what are your thoughts on this? Like, do you, is it over? Or is it like, wh- where do you see the series ending up now that the Celtics are down 2-0? I think Game 3 is very do or die. 
very, very do or die. Because if you go down 3-0 to the Miami Heat, you got to win four in a row. Four in a row against that team. They have to win four of the next five games. Yep. So you're telling me you want to fall behind 3 nothing? You can't. It's do or die. And I wanted to keep um, – I kept trying to bring up the argument that happened last night in the, in the locker room where Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown had to get separated and, you know – um, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, and um, Marcus Smart all stayed late with uh, Brad Stevens mm-hmm. in a meeting at the hotel. It, it, something has to happen. Those are the four leaders right there. You guys got to figure something out right now. And it, like game three is seriously that important because there's no way, I'm sorry, there's no way they come back and win four in a row. And if you do, like, I'll come back to this and say I was wrong because I don't care because I hope I am wrong. But you, you, you have to take that game. That's it. You can go down 2-1. You can come back and tie it 2-2. But if you're looking back in the past, I saw a tweet uh, yesterday or even this morning maybe, oh, the Celtics have been down 0-2 to Jimmy Butler before. It, yeah. It's a different – it's a different – I hate that. All, I hate that. It's all, a different scenario yeah. right now, a different team's – this team is way yeah. better. This is probably the best team he's ever been on. Not even like roster wise, like looking at the names, but the way they play yeah. as a team, this is the best team he's that, ever been that on. That Bulls so, team is not even comparable to no. this team. So don't give me, don't give me, oh, they're down too well. They've done it before against Jimmy Butler. I'm being realistic to you. Yeah. I hate don't, those. Don't, I, don't give me that. I honestly hate those stats too, where it's like, I remember before game seven, it was like in game sevens, the Boston has this record, blah, 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 like all this. I'm like, okay. They have that record against other teams. They're playing Toronto for the first time in a game seven. Like there's no statistics to support that. You know what I mean? I hate, I hate stuff like that. Um, But Kemba, Jalen, Jason, and smart need to get their act together and figure it out, figure it out. They got They're going to show up to game three. One or two things is going to happen. One, they're going to show up with an absolute fire lighting inside of them and, just come out hot out of the gates, control the entire way. I'm not saying they'd blow out the heat, but they'll control the game, get the win, move on to game four down 2-1. Or they're going to absolutely completely collapse and the Celtics are going to go down 3-0 and then that's going to be the series essentially because no other team has come back from being down 3-1. I'll never sit here and tell you that I think the series is over or that the Celtics are done because that is just not me as a fan. That's not how I go about things. But going down 3-0 is not a place you want to be. I expect one of those two things to happen. I pray to God it's the first one. Um, the Celtics come out and they just like take no BS and they just go right at it. Kemba Walker, he had a slightly better game. I mean, I say slightly. He had a. It was better than game one. It really couldn't have been any worse, to be honest with you. He shot nine for 19, still four for 11 from three. He had 23. Jalen Brown, I mean, after game one, he said he talked to the coach, he talked to Brad Stevens about, you know, not getting any touches and then he had 21 points um but it's like we talked about this when they were playing toronto how inconsistent the team how the top guys were like how yeah. one game one guy was doing one thing the then another game they were doing the other game one tatum had 30 but brown had 17 and kemba had 16 on, uh, 19 on awful shooting marcus smart had to pick it up then in game two Jason, Jalen, and Kemba all had over 20 points, but yet they still lost. So they finally figured it out in game two of how everyone can play well, but they still lost. 
when you're losing games, when your top three offensive guys are actually like having efficient games and putting up 20, I mean, combined, they had 60, uh, 65 points between the three of them. And then Marcus Smart threw in 14 um, and they're still losing. That just tells you where the, the lack of effort, like where's the effort coming from? There is no effort. If you watch that game last night, you, you can, you would visibly be able to tell that the Celtics hung it up like that. They gave up at the end of the game. And it's, it's frustrating as a fan. It's frustrating in general, because like I mentioned earlier, the Celtics should be a lock for the finals. They should have made it pa- They should make it past the E the heat, not with flying colors, but sh- they should be able to make it past them. They're a better team, but yet they're letting this happen to them. They're letting they're collapsing. They're crumbling from the inside, and they are doing it to themselves. So I really don't know who I want to blame directly. I don't want to blame Brad Stevens. I don't want to like. I mean, I want to put all the blame on Brad Stevens. I understand he's not made the best coaching decisions, but at the same time, the players need to take responsibility and they need to overcome this this team has dealt with so much adversity over the past few years and i feel like this is just another one of those tests you go down 2-0 in the eastern conference finals against a really hungry team now is this is where you this is when you show who you are are you a team that will fight till the very end and not and go down you know uh throwing fists in a fight or are you just going to roll over and let the heat take it uh, take advantage of you I really hope the Celtics come out and game through and fight because if I, if they come out and they look like garbage and they give up, then I'm going to be much more upset than I am right now, Ryan. I'll tell you that. I'd have to agree with you. I don't think like you should press the panic button right now, but we're getting there. We're getting there. So um, they, they truly have to figure it out. And it's kind of what you just said. Like, all three guys, like the top guys, finally figured it out, and they still lost. So what is really the issue here? And, you know, they, they have to figure it out. I will be – their chance – I'll be upset. Their chances right now are just terrific for them to go to the finals. It's all set up for them. They just have to do it with this series. Just come back. Win these next two games, even it out, and don't let them get another lead. If you take three in a row, that would be perfect. And if it goes to game seven, then so be it. You have to win another game seven. But yep. they they cannot give up this game tomorrow. Oh my gosh, they cannot. Don't don't turn the ball over twenty times. Um, don't allow thirty seven points in the third quarter. Miami scored thirty seven points in the third quarter and they scored a combined thirty four points in the first half. Um That's nice. Oh no, no, excuse me. No, they got they scored eighteen points. Oh no! I'm looking at game one. I excuse me. In game two, they had 18 points um, in the second quarter, uh, and then they they struggled in the first half. Is what I'm trying to say. I was reading the stats for game one. Um, they were also uh, this. I didn't know this. I'm reading this for the first time. And this just makes me feel great. Um, the Heat were 0 and 21 in playoff games when trailing by at least 14 at half, <laughs> or at least thir- uh, by 13 at half. And now they are one in twenty-one, and they are two wins away from making it to the NBA it finals. It only happened to the Boston. Only happens to the Celtics. Boston Celtics. And then you kind of mentioned oh. it after the game. There was a lot of, a lot of stuff going on in the Celtics locker room. Market, stuff we being found thrown out. apparently. Stuff was being thrown. We found out there was no physical altercations. It was mostly just guys venting their frustrations 
what I mean, guys, I basically mean Marcus Smart and um, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, who has been involved in a few scuffles in his time in Boston. If you can remember last year, there was a few, uh, there was a few times where he got in some arguments with a few people, but there was a little thing that went on, you know, it was like they were screaming in the locker room. People were saying like they had never seen anything like it. Marcus Smart wasn't available to the media, but everyone else was. And everyone else was kind of downplaying it like, um, you know, it's fine. Like We, we know our guy, Marcus Smart. He's very Brown's emotional. Like, yeah, Jalen Brown, who was basically in the middle of all of it, said like, you know, that's my guy. Like, that's what makes him so great. Like, he's emotional. Like, they just want to win. Like, they just want to figure it out, too. Just yeah, like it, that should be a good sign if people want to look at that, it. When I saw that, I saw people, like, freaking out or, like, it was that gif where it's, like, that that bear or that dog sound that's sitting in the burning house where it's, like, this is fine, everything is fine. Um, I don't – I when I saw the stuff come out, I really wasn't, like, worried. It wasn't, like, a last year thing where I see this and I'm, like, oh, wow, this team is blowing up, blah, blah, blah. Like, no – Last night needed to happen. Marcus Smart needed to go off on these guys. Jalen Brown needed to voice his opinions. And at the end of the day, you said Brad Stevens had a late night talk with Jason, Jalen, Kemba, and Smart, and they cleared the air. They figured it all out. They're they're upset. They're pissed. They're annoyed that they're down 2-0, just like me and you are. Uh, maybe they're a little bit annoyed than we are. But they just need to get on the same page. I, I don't know if – I don't know. I don't think there's a chemistry issue. I don't think there is. No, no, that's think not chemistry. It's I don't not think it's a chemistry, chemistry thing. I think it's just miscommunication, just like figuring out who needs to be in certain places in certain situations. Like, why are we blowing these leads? You know what I mean? Like, why are we blowing these double-digit leads? Um, I'm, I'm happy last night happened. I'm happy that – Guys got said what they had to say, and then you go into game three, and that's why they need to have that 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 fire lit underneath them. They need to go into game three with the same energy that they had last night in that locker room. Yep, they do. They need to take it all out on the court. They do. Hopefully, yeah. Jaylen don't take Brown, it out on each other. Take no, it out on, on the, the court. court. Take it out on the court. And if they truly want to take over this series, they're gonna have to start being physical as 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 hell. Like, you have to start bodying this team. You want to start taking over this series. You have to go back to your old ways, and you know about your old ways. No, we don't have Marcus Morris. No, we don't have Jay Crowder, who's on the other team. No, we don't have, you know, those guys that used to scrap for us. This is a more, you know, uh, passive team, I would like to say. But there is Marcus Smart, you know. There is Jason Tatum, who can talk his shit. There is Jalen Brown, who can come up and dunk on people and just get the team going. They have guys on this team that can start talking, and they need to start talking. They need to do something. They need to start getting in their head. So if they really want to take over this series, that's what you got to do. You have to because they are outbodying you right now. They are outplaying you, out-hustling you. They want it more than you. So you got to come out hot, and you got to start getting physical because I think they can, they can take it over if they start playing physical. Marcus Smart, I want to see that fire from him. I want to see him do something. I want to see him do something. And if it gets him, you know, a tech, hopefully not ejected. Usually when he gets a tech or ejected, they play better. And so be it. <laughs> yeah. Because if, if Gordon's there and he gets ejected, I'll be, I'll be fine with that. So be it. Go off. Someone has to wake up. No, I agree. It's, it's frustrating. It's annoying because it's not like, you know, it's one thing 
to lose two close games, and it's nothing to to lose two close games, but when you're up by so much. The Celtics could easily be up 2-0 right now. Yeah. The Celtics need to go back to playing Celtics basketball and figure it out because, like I said, they're better than this team. They could win four of the next five games. Actually, this is another stat I'm going to pull off while I'm saying that. Why why has Rob Williams not been playing either? Matchup, I don't understand. Um I think it's just it's because a, he's I know not it's a mature enough. Thing, but like, I feel like he still bites too much. That's stuff, what it is. I guess, but like, I still feel like he'd be of good help. Yes, I think he should still play. But like, I think that's probably something that at least give him a chance. Yeah, at least I, give him a chance. I, I have a feeling that's something that they see with Rob is like he's just like not mature enough yet on defense to get out there. But mm-hmm. at this point, you at gotta the same be, time, you gotta give them. You gotta give yeah. these. Shots. I mean, yesterday we saw Cantor got his first minutes. Grant Williams, him and Grant Williams played a good amount of time, and Cantor did well. So it's like you just got to give these guys a shot and see what happens. But um, the Celtics have lost five of their last seven playoff games, uh, dating back to when OG hit the game winner in game three. So the Celtics just haven't been themselves since that game. They started the playoffs 6-0, I think. Um, yeah, they started the playoffs 6-0, and then since then they have been – not looking that great. They are not looking like one of the best teams in the playoffs right now. That That is definitely Miami. But the Celtics can win for their next five games. I need to stress that. They can do it. They can do it. They just need to actually do it. They just need to go out there and get it done. Play Celtics basketball. If they don't play Celtics basketball tomorrow night, the game is going to be over. You're going to go into game four down 3-0, and that's not the situation you want to be in. So I don't know, man. I just need tomorrow to be here because I need to know how I, – I, I just need to know how I have to feel going into game four. I just need to know whether or not I should be excited, like, okay, like we can tie the series back up or uh, potentially get ready to get swept. Uh, so we'll, we'll just have to see what happens. Another thing that sucks too, Ryan, I don't know if you saw this, but after – so game three is tomorrow on Saturday, and they're saying that – Game four might not be for another like three, four days after because of football and stuff like that. So imagine you have to, we have, we are going to have to wait like four days for the next game after whatever happens tomorrow. If we lose tomorrow, I am not going to be a happy camper for the next four days. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Cause at that point, I would just be like, let's just get this over with. Yeah. No, I'd have to agree with you, but I will not go out with the sweep. No, no, we can't. No shot. I refuse. If this team did all of this, sweeps the Sixers, goes to seven games against the Raptors just to get swept in the East Conference Finals, up, uh, uh, upset. I'm going to be upset. That's all yep. I can say. I'll be very upset. I'll be truly upset. <laughs> well, let's hope that it doesn't get to that point. Um, we are – Rooting for Boston, I'm. I have Boston winning Game Three, of course, because I'm not going to sit here and say that I think they're going to lose and go down 3-0. I just can't. That can't happen. I don't think it will happen. I think that argument, the fight, quote unquote, fight that happened, woke everyone up, lit a spark in them, and I hope that they use it to their advantage and just come out with a fire underneath them in Game Three and just get it, get the job done. Go in. Get the job done, win, get out. That's all you got to do. Yep. So do you have any final thoughts, Ryan, before we close this episode? Any uh, last words you want to give to the Celtics or to anyone listening right now? You just got to show up. That's all I got to say is show up. I, there's not much more to say. 
I don't have to describe who Jason Tatum is or who Kemba Walker is or anyone else like that. Everyone knows who they are. You know what your job is. Do your job and show up and win. That's all I got to say. It's exactly how it is. The Celtics have a golden opportunity to make it to the NBA Finals, and it's up to them whether or not they want to do it or not. So stay optimistic, Celtic Boston fans. I it, No one said it was going to be easy. No one did. Um, we just got to hope that this team actually figures it out and comes out hot in Game 3. But thank you, everyone, for listening in for another episode. This is Episode 18 of chasing banners chasing banner number 18 that is the coveted the number episode that, that is the coveted number we're going after this is the banner episode um and it's a shame that during the banner episode we had to rip apart the celtics but sometimes that's just what needs to be done um so we'll get into game three we'll see what happens and then we'll, we'll definitely have something to talk about next episode so thank you guys for listening my name is dante toro you can follow me on twitter at dante on deck you can find the handle to chasing banners on twitter at chasing banners find my blog find all types of nba and celtics content for you to follow along and interact with me with enjoy that and ryan why don't you tell everyone where they can follow you throughout social media you can find me at 401 Sheehan on Twitter, where I tweet about the Celtics. I'll do live uh, tweets during the game and uh, just all the silly stuff I put on there. And then I also got my podcast page at Sheehan's World Pod on Instagram. And that is currently on hold until I get back to it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where you can find me. Wonderful. Thank you guys again for listening to episode 18 hopefully episode 19 will be more positive and um hopefully episode 19 will be more positive that's all i gotta say yeah <laughs> so though so thank you guys for listening as always uh god bless stay safe stay healthy and for the love of god go celtics go celtics get please get a win boston go celtics